You are now listening to Wasting Time with JB. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wasting Time with JV. I'm Victor. And I'm James. And today's topic, uh, since we're still in October, uh, we actually were having a conversation about uh, urban legends here in San Antonio. Um, I think what you told me, James, was that you only know about one. Well, I, I know about one that I actually went to go try. The other ones, I know they're in town, but I don't know too much in depth about them. Right. Uh, like the only one I know is the one about the railroad track in the south side of town when you have your car and the car automatically just goes down by itself. Did you ever try the baby powder trick? Yeah, actually, I did. I, I uh, there's a certain part of the track where you you stop your vehicle and you put baby powder on the front bumper and the back bumper. We we, we actually put baby powder all over the car okay. the car was pretty much white yeah and and we got in we put it in neutral like i said and we waited and then after i don't know maybe less than a minute or a minute the car started rolling by itself and and when you row it your your car goes parallel to the tracks and then you turn left to go over the tracks and we did make it over the tracks and we were, we were out of the way. We went ahead and pulled over to the side and we started looking at the car to see if there's any handprints on it. Uh, and we, we did see some handprints on the bumper, but we're like, eh, well, those are our, our, um, our handprints, you know. But then we did notice that some were smaller than all of our handprints uh, compared. Uh, something just moved behind me on its own. So I'm not sure if ghosts and goblins are coming in here. I just Spooky find that out. Um, well, do you want to explain the urban legend to everybody? Uh, so there, the, the urban legend goes is that apparently it was um, a school bus full of kids. Um, now, I don't know if they, it was during, uh, during, I know it was during the day, but I don't know if it was in the morning or in the afternoon, but I know that the bus uh, cro- passed through, through there. Every day, right? That was the the main uh, route that yeah. they would take. And one of the stories that I kind of remember right now, as you're explaining it, was that there was a lot of commotions inside, and kind of the bus driver was getting frustrated or something like that, or it started breaking down. Yeah, I, I heard something about the bus breaking down in the middle of the railroad track, and um, when I, I guess they couldn't get out or anything, something like that, and the train was coming. Are already full head full full head speed and hit them and they all died. And then the, another part of the urban legend is that those streets that you pass by going to the tracks are named after the the children that were in the bus. Oh wow, I did not know that. Yeah, that know. that's the urban legend. I don't know. Wow. Okay. I mean, okay. San Antonio. I mean, it's you hear a lot of crazy stuff. But yeah, no, I I've actually gone to the tracks. I, I think twice. The first time I actually went with my uncle, he had a, a brown Ford F-150 uh, truck, and uh, my cousins from Laredo came down and they wanted like they wanted to experience it. And uh, my uncle was like, "Yeah, let's go!" So we went during the night, and uh, I re- remember going and uh, we put we put the baby powder uh, back of the truck uh, in the front and then on the side doors, and. <laughs> 
And it was funny because um, my uncle's truck was a standard. So he put it on neutral and we're going down. And then they said, after you go down over the little hill, you're supposed to turn on your vehicle and you just take off. Well, the truck didn't want to turn on. Oh, no. <laughs> so we're all like freaking was, out. Was, was that a train coming? <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I, you know, luckily not. But because during that time, I think it was during the summer and a lot, it was a lot of uh, people that were going. You could see people trying it out. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> he was like, oh, man, I can't I can't turn it on. And so I like, quit playing. And he's like, no, no, I can't. So he had to do like a hard turn just to, you know, not to go into the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But uh, yeah, that one and the second time, I um, actually went with a couple of friends and uh, same thing. You know, we, we put the baby powder and uh, we just he well, what he did was that like, he washed his car before we went. And uh, it was during the day. And then when we came, when we went at night, he put the baby powder and then, you know, we saw the handprints and stuff. But I know there's uh, reports that came out that some people have debunked it and saying, like, no, it's just the, the way the the track is. That's the reason why you're you're going, you know, down. Yeah, like the street angles and yeah, so forth. Yeah, but the part of the urban legend too is you see the handprints because apparently that's the kids trying to push you away from the from the railroad track. And that's the reason for the baby powder. The baby powder right. on the actual and the vehicle bumpers, so you could see the proof of the fingerprints on the vehicle. Yeah, um, I've always been tempted to just kind of like get off the vehicle and see if they, you know, you feel the. You know, if you feel them touching you or something. Oh, yes. Yes. But, yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'll do that, but I mean, I, I've done the railroad thing and it, it did work and we didn't notice all that. We, we, we did notice everything on there, but I mean, that was, but that was back in the day. You know? Yeah, that was back in the day. I mean, I don't, I don't know if people still do it, but I, I know, you know, when I was younger, that was like the hottest thing to do, uh, especially during Halloween um yeah, yeah that's one urban legend that i know about that they you know that i've actually experienced so anything else that you heard or you uh, well, visited well i know for instance um uh i had a couple of buddies of mine that attended saint mary's and he said that also saint mary's is haunted um he says that uh that's saint mary's university in yeah, Saint okay saint mary's university uh, he said the people that would stay in the dorms um, actually had their stuff taken from their dorm. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Taken from the, their dorm? Yeah. Like items? Just, yeah, like items, you know, like keys or, you know, whatever. Remote. But couldn't that just be somebody going in? and That is true. Like a maintenance person who has keys for all the dorms? Yeah. And then, um, so he says that people have experienced that. And then they said uh, also... In the campus, you could see some of the nuns just walking at night. Well, do they have nuns? I guess this is a, a private school. Or... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure they do. But he says that, you know, you could tell the difference between one that's alive. And, and like a spirit. Spirit, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I see it. Well, that would be kind of creepy at night. <laughs> yeah. Going out for a walk or going to another dorm and... You see that happening out there. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I don't I don't know how would I would react if I saw something like that. <laughs> I think I'll be screaming like SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't know. I might just go towards you like, hey, what's going on? How y'all doing there? <laughs> hey, going on? You want a beer? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, 
there's there's a lot of them that I know there's something about the Minger Hotel, wasn't that or something? Something about the hotel in San Antonio downtown. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah, one. I heard about the Minger Hotel. I don't want to get it confused, but I think there was a murderer there. Like a, a guy murder uh, checked in by himself, but apparently he, he had a woman with him. It was back in the 60s, I believe. I'm not too sure. Um, and he pretty much de- decapitated this this lady. Okay. And uh, they said that um, a maid went in there and the room was just full of blood. And apparently Damn. this guy just walked out with the with the sheets, with the bed covers, and he went to St. Anthony Hotel and <laughs> ended himself. Oh, he killed himself over yeah. there. Wow, okay. So yeah, that that I heard about that too. I mean I I know when we when I had from my junior year we had it at St. St. Anthony's and uh they I remember they were telling us about everything that would happen at St. Anthony's. Apparently it's haunted. Um, we just they would people would say that you could hear like people walking like talking um stuff being moved around your room i was you know i was just a little you know nervous because not nervous but i was more like this is really gonna happen yeah yeah i I get that um i know something with uh, my aunt's house um when i was younger uh, we would go over and, and everybody knew there was a ghost or a spirit at the house and every time we would go and they would talk about it and i'm like don't really seen anything before you know but everybody talked about it there so with them one night i was there and i did hear some doors close so i went over there and went to go see my cousin and there was nobody around my cousins were not even in there they were in the other on the other side of the house and i'm like holy crap this is what they're talking about when they see, like, when they hear doors close and so forth. And I used to spend a night over there frequently in the weekends. And one night I was going to the restroom and I saw shadows in the living room. I'm like, oh, oh, man. I go, don't tell me that everybody's up and I'm asleep here. I'm sorry. I'm like, come on. So I go to the living room and there's nobody in there. There's nobody in there. And I forget the name of who they, because they named the ghost or spirit. I, I honestly forget the name. And they're like, oh. And I told him in the morning, I go, man, I thought you guys were in there. He goes, oh, that's just, what's his name? It was a guy. They just named it a guy. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is what you all been people been talking about. And I've started experience all those those things that are happening. And it was always a shadow. It was always uh, a spirit. And it was usually in the living room. The living room was a, was the main room where it was in, but that was also the main room that nobody really stayed in either, and nobody really wanted to stay. It was the, like the living room and so forth during the day. People stayed, but then after that, no, like yeah. nobody they would stay away from that. And and throughout, you know, me like living my aunt not living, but going to my aunt's house, family functions, and all that, you would hear the doors close, open and close completely. And you would see those spirits in the hallway, or I'm sorry, shadow spirits, or what you want to say it, in the in that living room. Wow! And, and that was always something going on in there. And did it, did it ever traumatize you? <laughs> I don't think it traumatized me. I was just actually fascinated about it. it was actually yeah. happening. 
I mean, because you know we grew up with Poltergeist and all these, uh, yeah, all these entity movies and so forth, and and that, to experience something like that to me was pretty awesome. You know, yeah. I I can't say I ever ran away from something like that. But. Yeah. So uh, going back to that uh, urban legend that you were talking about at the Menger Hotel, so I got it mixed up. So the Menger Hotel apparently, um, what happened was. Um, one of the maids got shot by her husband because she thought she because he thought she was being unfaithful. Oh, so somebody did get killed. Yeah, someone get ki- got they killed. Got shot. One. The other one happened in the Gunter Hotel, the one with the murder. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I got those mixed up because they both same they same thing happened. You know. So the Gunter Hotel was where the man killed a woman. Yeah. Cut her up in pieces, and then killed himself at the Saint Anthony's Hotel. Yeah. Wow. So I guess we shouldn't really advertise downtown hotels to anybody. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Because pretty much all of them seem like to be haunted Stay right now. Stay at a Best Western Inn or a Motel <laughs> 6. You'll be fine. Oh, wow. No. You may hear other noises in the in the walls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I've experienced some, I mean, I've seen some stuff that, uh, I don't think it, it traumatized me, but I was more like, the hell it just happened. You know, it's more like surprise. Uh, because you, you, wait, you, you do know when you make facial expressions, nobody could see you on the podcast. Just let you know that. I know, but that, that's just me. <laughs> I, I like to make expressions, even though when people are not looking at me, I don't know. I'm weird but, like but it actually goes with your stories. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, for me, cause I mean, you hear people when they talk about, you know, what, what they've seen or like what happened to them. Yeah, like there's no, there's no way, there's no way. I mean, yeah, like you could see, yeah, or they must be joking. But when it happens to you, yeah, you know, when it happens to you, it's like, wow, okay, these these people weren't lying. And uh, like for instance, for me, when I was, um, we actually lived um, outside the Petrenko area, or in the Petrenko area. Yes, like if we're going towards two eleven, and uh, we were. This, this was a new, a new subdivision that was built and uh, we were living in that house and uh, my parents would say, hey, you know, we hear some stuff. Like, do y'all hear anything? And I was like, no, I mean, I don't hear anything. And then one night, uh, one weekend, actually, my parents said, hey, we're going out of town. Um, could you take the day the day off and come with us if you want to? And I couldn't. So I had to stay by myself in the house. And mind you, this is a two story house. So, okay. Yeah. You know when you see those scary movies, or you know, <laughs> it always starts with yeah. I yeah. So I was like, okay. Uh, so I was like, I mean, I didn't. I was like, whatever. So I get home. You know, I'm eating dinner, and then um, I start hearing some noises. You know, like, okay. I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. And then now you talk about noises like creaks in the wall or wood breaking and all like you hear footsteps. Wood. Oh, okay. Footsteps. And so, and so to me, I was like, nah, it's probably just the wood just popping, you know. And, uh, you know, you hear, I, I hear, you know, I just think it's like, oh, it's just the wood popping, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, whatever. And then I hear, I hear some running. So then I'm like, all right, I'm going upstairs. Wait, wait, you hear running? Like, yeah. Wait, like, wait, were you, were you eating still? Were you in bed? What, I'm sorry. What, nah, what did you say? I was, I, like, I, I was already, I was eating. Uh-huh. And I was, I was already done. And so I was like, I'm going to go chill in the living room. Because we had a nice uh, TV or whatever. Now, were you upstairs or downstairs? No, I was downstairs. Okay, you're downstairs. Okay. So I heard this upstairs. 
And so I was like, uh, okay, I'm just gonna go upstairs to my room. Let me chill. And then um, um, I go to my room, and then I don't hear anything. You know, playing my Xbox, and then I was like, All right, I'm gonna go to sleep. I turn everything off. I go to sleep. My Xbox turns on. My first reaction was like, "Did I sleep on the controller?" Yeah, because when you the controller turns on the yeah. Xbox, right? And then I saw the controller on top of the Xbox. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then so I, I go and you know I power it off, and then um, I hear something going through my closet. Like you know, like when you when you're uh, when you look your clothes, yeah, to wear for the day or whatever. That's how it sounded like. And I was like. <sighs> I was like, I was like, okay, all right. And so I said, man, whoever's here needs to get the hell out. And my clothes fell from the closet. Like, you said, like off the hangers. Yeah. The hangers fell off. Not everything, like the hangers with the clothes. And Did the bar fall off? No, the bar didn't fall off. Because, but because the the bar the the way it was it was put on was like you know those those bars that have the uh, what are they called? So you can put some shoes on top or whatever. Oh yes, those those closet made yeah. pictures and okay. so forth. So that didn't come off, but the the hangers with the clothes came off. Oh wow, yeah. And so I was like, ah, okay, so uh, yeah, I don't know how we're gonna work with this. I was I was honestly I was really gonna you know call my mom and be like, hey, y'all need to mommy, come. mommy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, y'all need to come over here because uh, I'm a little scared. <laughs> so you were saying that there was footsteps and running and. Yeah. And when stuff was going through your closet, you were just like, hey, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember I told my mom what happened. And my mom's like, you're an idiot for doing that. You probably just, you know, made whoever was around there mad. And so, so I was like, All right, I'm just going to go to sleep. And I started praying. And then um, I had a, like a fire. Um, a fire stick from Amazon? No, I wish I had that. <laughs> No, I had the the smoke detector, smoke alarm. Oh yes, by my door, and uh, I had a green light, and uh, it would it would beam like right by the door. And I just remember looking that side, and I saw what was the shadow of a, of a little girl. Oh, and uh, I was used to say I was just kind of right, uh, I was like I don't know how I'm gonna fall asleep, <laughs> so I fell asleep <laughs> with my headphones on, and I just knocked out. The next day, I remember waking up and I was like, "Okay, I just hope it was a dream." But um, I mean, that's what I saw, and uh, <clears throat> my parents actually saw that little girl. Oh, they did. Well, yeah. hold on. So, what happened with the clothes that night? Did you pick them up that night, or no, the I next just day? jumped there? I was like, I ain't, "I'm not gonna get killed. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not gonna get. I'm not gonna get killed." But day. but you actually stayed in the room though. Did yeah. you go see your parents' room? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> no, because see, the thing is, my parents' rooms. My parents' room was downstairs. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, but I was going to go in that closet. I want to get sucked into another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> wow! But I, I always heard that um, when you when there's a spirit or evilness or not even a spirit, an evil an entity or evil uh, something happening to you or in your house or whatever, that um, you're supposed to say kind of like what you said: "Leave us alone. Leave me alone. Get out. You're not welcome here." And that usually works. When you get something like that, some spirits or evilness around you and so forth. So I think you did the right thing by saying that out loud. Right. That it worked. I think you just upset them. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I heard the same thing. Um, that's why when I when I told my mom, my mom laughed and she's like, well, "You're not supposed to do that." But I was, I, I mean, to me, I was like, "Was I wrong?" You know, I was just scared. The main thing I want to know is, you said your mother saw this girl. How did that happen? So yeah, so one day we were doing yard work in the front yard, of course, um, and um, the way the way our our entrance was to coincide was you had the two side windows and then you had the door in the middle. So my mom, uh, we always had to have it, I don't know why, to look into the window when we opened the door. And my mom said she looked upstairs and we had uh, the rails for, you know, for the, uh, so we could cross, so the, uh, for the stairs, right? Okay, so she's at the front door. The door has two windows on the side, right? Yeah. Kind of like by less than one foot each side. Yeah. And something then like on that. the top of the door, there's like a, like an oval shape or something. Yes. And you could see towards the yeah, top you, of the you stairs. Could see up. Yeah, you could see upstairs. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. And so my so, mom, so she's outside looking up. Yeah. And so my mom, I mean, we always all had the habit of just like looking up. I don't know. It was just a weird habit. Okay. And uh, we opened the door. Uh, my mom was about to open the door, but she looks upstairs and she sees a girl, little girl by the rails. And she was just like peeping out throughout like by the rails so like her head is between the rails yeah. oh wow okay and so then my mom was just... now was how how old what do you think this girl was the... uh the way my mom described her was she was like in her i would say like maybe like seven or eight. Oh wow yeah did she know what she was wearing what color hair she had and all uh that? well she just said it was just you know dark hair dark hair yeah okay and she said right. the face she was it's more of like you know um She's like, I, I really couldn't make out the face because when I looked, I was like, oh my gosh. And Did they could tell if she could tell if it was like in a dark, uh, um, dark setting or was it a light setting? You know, like kind of like was she in, in black clothing or white clothing? Well, she said that it was, uh, she's like, uh, it was clear, like, a, a, like, you know, white. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. And the reason I'm asking is because a lot of times the colors have to do what kind of spirit is it. If is it a good spirit or a bad spirit? Yeah, that's what I'm asking for. I'm sorry to interrupt your story. No, 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 it's okay. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, they, no one asked me that. That's what I was like. Uh, that for my, my my mom told me, and then um, my sister too. Um, she had an incident where she was just sitting by the stairs. Uh, I think she was putting on her shoes, or I think she's just woken up. I'm not too sure. Like at the bottom of the stairs? No, at the top. The top of the stairs. And okay. And she felt like. Uh, someone pushed her. Oh, okay. And wow. So, so yeah. Like, and so she was like, uh, my sister was like maybe three at the time, and she came down and she was crying. She said, "Oh my gosh, someone pushed me!" And we're like, "What?" Now was it you? I mean, no, to be I honest. Was downstairs. Oh, okay, I, okay. I, mean, I would have kicked her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, when you say they pushed her like this, you fall down the stairs, or was it, you think it was like a nudge or something? Well, she said it. She felt like, because uh, um, she said, you know. Well, from what she was saying, she was sitting down by the stairs, and she felt like when they push you, like when the tent of you falling. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. okay. So, so pretty she, much her torso and all that just kind of yeah. went over like that. But she said, but she said I was able to grab the rail. Oh wow! Yeah. That's a good push. If you need to grab something, she yeah. won't fall. And so, and she's and she said, and I know y'all weren't upstairs because everyone's eating over here. So she came down crying. Yeah, she came down running. She was crying, and we were like, "What?" And so I was like, "No one's upstairs." 
So do you remember if anybody went to go investigate to see if anybody was up there? Or no. Well, I, everybody's all like, I ain't going up there. You <laughs> go up there. Uh, <laughs> I remember I, I told my buddies, they're like, dude, we should do like a, like a uh, you know, like a ghost hunting video or whatever. And I was like, yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to mess with all that. So how old were you when your, your, your sister was three? Like, what is your age? Right now, I am currently 33. So I was 19 at the time. Yes. Wow, that's a big jump in age. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she was three at the time. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so when, when that happened, we were just... Now, were you the big brother and you went up there to the stairs and said, who pushed my sister? Well, I, I knew what she was talking about. I mean... So you stayed downstairs? No, uh, well... <laughs> I mean, I just to, say you stayed downstairs. I, mean, I had to finish Mommy. eating first. But, uh, <laughs> no, I mean... I, <laughs> I had to finish eating first. <laughs> no, but I... Uh, yeah, I mean, because it was a good meal. I think it was tortas. <laughs> oh, my tortas. God. I'm like, tortas will go upstairs. No, I want to finish my tortas. Yeah, it's too much bread anyway. Baby had a good torta. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, so I I think after a while, we just kind of, my parents were just like, nah, too much is going on. So we moved out. Oh, wow. You actually moved out of the house because of the incidents and so forth. Yeah. Well, because not only that, but when we started seeing all that, we we started going through some family troubles. And so my parents were like, no, this is, this is not us. Like, what's going on? Oh, so you think kind of the entity so far yeah, was think, putting? Yeah, I don't. Not much, just the entity, but I think there were just something there in that area that was causing each other. Yeah, to get on each other. And yeah, because so it was like constant arguing. You know, it's just it was pretty bad. Wow, wow, man, that's pretty tough there. Yeah, and, and I and I know that some people say that could also affect, you know, people around you. All right. Yeah, I, I can like, understand like that. How mood, that can happen. You know, things like that. So my parents were like, no, I think it's just best we leave. Wow. Wow. I, that's that's something else there. Yeah. So what else do you have for us today, though? I uh, mean, that was a pretty good story. I mean, and, and to leave your house, that's yeah, something. I mean, else. That's like second. That's poltergeist style. Yeah. There, you know? and, and see, when I when I tell people this, some, some people are like, you're lying. But then they'll ask, you know, my, my family and they're like, no, oh, you went through that and it's just people are like when <clears throat> when because they say like oh you're so you're you're just exaggerating on the story yeah because like, you can ask my family and for sure enough they'll ask my sister or they'll ask you know my, my mom my dad and they all tell them, tell them the same thing and uh and yeah, yeah so that when that happened i was it was wow it was crazy i felt <laughs> like i was in a movie <laughs> Well, we can make a movie about it. That's true. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see, another urban legend that here in San Antonio is there's one called the Fang Baby. Did you hear about that? The what baby? The Fang Baby. The Fang Baby, yeah. like teeth fangs. Yeah. Wow. No. So urban legend goes, uh, it's actually off of Old Pearsall Road. Okay. And apparently. It was a couple of teenagers that were driving late at night, and uh, or I don't know if it's like teenagers. I don't know. They they were somewhere in that age. <clears throat> they were driving, and they passed by, and they see well, the driver saw what, what was a baby uh, on the side of the road. 
And so he was gonna he was gonna stop, but his friend's like, no, keep on going because you don't know what you know what it is or whatever. So he hold on, hold on. So they're they're in the car. They pass the baby up. Yeah, they're they're pa- they see the driver passes what he thought was you know a baby on the side of the road. So he was gonna you know do the right things. Like what's going on? So he goes back, and then the you know his friends like, no, no, just go back. I mean, you don't know what's going on. You know what if. Uh-huh. You know, what if it's just a plan of, you know, robbing you or something? So he goes back home and uh from what this from what they say is he fell bad, he went back to see if, to look for the baby. So apparently he gets a flat tire and he has to fix it. For some reason he's hanging out there and he falls asleep. He wakes up with what is called the fang baby and pretty much the baby you know it was a baby with uh blood on his shirt and two fangs and apparently he woke up and he's like he says he couldn't move because the baby bit him that's the urban legend hmm so did did he did, did they say that he he his tire did they say he had to fix his tire next to the fang baby? No. He, or was it away from the fang baby? No, apparently it was in that area, but the baby wasn't there. Oh, okay. So when he fell asleep, he woke up. Yeah. Now, was the fang baby there? Apparently the baby was on his lap when he woke up. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so true story, my friend's uh, online uh, uh, gamer tag is called Pinche Fang Baby. I thought it was hilarious because I know what he was talking about. And so when we were playing online, people were like, well, what does that mean? Is that a band? <laughs> He's like, no, it's it's an urban legend that we have here. But I just call it Pinche Fang Baby because I thought it was funny. So what if that person is the Fang Baby and now is a Fang adult or teenager? Fang oh. Was a Fang senior citizen? So now what happened with the baby? Did he adopt a baby? They sent it to the... I don't know. I think to was, the hospital or I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know that that. That's well, you gotta tell us something. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> okay, let's let's make up something right here right now. Uh, he adopted the baby. And okay. Then, uh, he put him in his health insurance and his dental insurance, and, and they him. were able to chisel yeah. the teeth. Yeah. Back to normal. He has new dentures, everything. And he works for Facebook now. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, is it Mark something? <laughs> Maybe his real name is Mark. Fangenberg? Mm. Never know. Mm, yeah. Never know. If, uh, if you heard Fang- it on the podcast, it must be true. If uh Fang Baby, are you out there? Uh reach out. <laughs> no. No, no, I'm just no, kidding. We're no, just kidding. Not We're to just me. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's one of those crazy urban legends. Now I know in, uh, in the house I live in now, um, uh, kids growing up. Was, we've been at the house about 20 years already. And my kids and my wife, and we all noticed that there's this spirit or there's this shadow that comes in. And for some reason, I don't know why, it's a, it's a young girl. Mm-hmm. It's a young girl. And about the, actually, you know, about maybe the same age, you know, seven to nine. And and you see her passing by. You don't actually see her, but you see an, a spirit of her or something. And But you know it's it's a female, a girl. And like a, 
you could be watching TV and, and like there's mirrors on the, on the walls and so, and you could see like a shadow passing by. You're like, what is that? You know, we don't see it as much anymore, but when my kids were younger, it was more often, you know, like to say like, Oh, well maybe it's one of my kids, but no, it wasn't my kids passing by or whatever. And one night my father was staying with us for a while. And one night while he was asleep, uh, he got up and saw my daughter on the table and I says, Hey, you know, are you eating breakfast or whatever the conversation was with her? And, um, he went to the, he went to the kitchen, whatever. When he came back, my daughter was gone mm-hmm. and I don't know where I was at. And he goes, Hey, where's, uh, so Brianna was here. Where is she at? I'm like, she's asleep in the room. He goes, what? He goes, yeah, she's been asleep in the room. I the room's right across from my room right there. I could see. She goes, no, I was just talking to her in the kitchen. And you're like, no, you weren't. There was nobody there. And we go to the room and, you know, with kids, when they sleep, you know, they're all like bent out of shape, you know, the hand going one way, leg going the other way. I mean, she was asleep. Like there's no way she got up and so forth. And, and my dad was like, oh my God. He goes, I go, did you see her face? He goes, no, she was behind. Like I could see the back of her head, you know, it looked like Brianna, my daughter. And I'm like, no, it wasn't her. I go, what you saw is the spirit that we see here at the house. He goes, wait, 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 what? Y'all got a spirit here? (laughs) Yeah. I go, we don't feel it as a bad spirit. We just know there's, there's somebody here that wanders the house. And it goes, you just actually got to see her real close. And there he goes, yeah, she was sitting down like she was going to eat something. And I'm like, no. <laughs> so that put a freak in him like, what the heck is going on here? And and he, he still talks about that story now on that one. Um, question. Why didn't the ghost offer him any food? That's kind of rude. Well, you She's know, I guess that it was her, her grandfather. She's the right thing would have done is to make him breakfast. And that serve him. That is true. But I guess that didn't happen. I'm not sure why that didn't. I could go home and talk and see if the spirit arises. And just, you have you have a Ouija board by any chance? No, I don't. I don't oh, mess okay. with that. All right. <laughs> just be like, hey, uh, I I just want to know how come you didn't offer any food? That's kind of rude, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm not there no more. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the TV. Where's James? <laughs> Man. Have you heard like any family stories or anybody telling you stuff like that? Um, I know. Uh, well, my grandparents, when they lived in uh, Laredo, um, their house is by, I would say, like maybe five minutes away from the border, right? And uh, they, they built that house. And uh, <clears throat> I remember uh, my cousins would stay like in the summer, like, we, you know, we would all hang out and stuff. And uh, I remember one time, uh, the only the re- we had a restroom upstairs and downstairs, but the one upstairs was being was being remodeled. And so, like late at night, you had to go all the way downstairs. And even then, like the way the way the house was, I mean, at night was really creepy because you could hear the the trains passing by because we were like maybe. Uh, like a couple blocks away from factories. Oh, okay. Okay. Houses. I thought you were going to say a cemetery. No, no, no. And then like, of course, like you would see like, people, you know, passing by or whatever. Um, so my, 
my cousin had to go to the restroom. So he goes downstairs and we're all upstairs, you know, playing uh, Nintendo 64. And uh, yeah, I think he was came back like within five minutes and he was like, man, guys, y'all need to stop knocking on the door. Seriously. Oh, my God. And we're like, dude, we haven't left. Like, we all been here. We've been playing. We've been playing games. It's like, shut up. Y'all are messing with me. And then he's like, we're like, no, like, why would we do that? And and to this day, he when he when he says that story, he, he it scared him because he says it was like a clear knock, like you know, yeah, wow. <laughs> and so he he thought it was one of us like trying to hurry him up, you know, to come out. And uh, he was just like, "No, y'all are messing with me, guys. Come on, like y'all y'all are messing with me." And we're like, "No, dude, like we've been up here." Oh wow! So and everybody was in the room, like nobody went over there. And, yeah, no one was up there. And, wow! And we, we were laughing because. Cause he was like, ah man, like he was like throwing a fit over it, and they're like, dude, we're laughing because we didn't do anything. Like we, we all been up here. Wow. Yeah. And um, has that happened to anybody else? Um, I know. I know. Um, from what I've heard, too, also is, uh, my my tia, that used to live there. It was just she still does. Um, her room apparently she says that um, she would fold her clothes and she would put them away the next day she would come next day she would wake up and they were all on the floor and no so, she didn't put fix the clothes on her bed while she was asleep right no 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 she would put them in the closet oh okay because right? <laughs> she had rolls like with clothes and stuff, oh okay and so okay, she would separate them so she's like you know what um she's like maybe it's one of the kids like just playing the joke on me yeah whatever. messing with her so one day, so one night she's like, I, I locked my door. Like, I locked it. And um, she's like, I remember I was asleep. And then I hear like the rumblings. And uh, I turn around. She says that she clearly saw uh, when they opened the, the closet. And then when she, she gasped. She was like, <gasps> and then like after that, nothing happened. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, so she was like, and so she looked under the bed to see, yeah. was like, you know, maybe one of the kids hit under. And, <laughs> Just to try to scare yeah, her. Yeah, and uh, nothing, dude. And she's like, to this day, she's like, I refuse to sleep there. Oh, wow. So she don't wow. sleep. <laughs> she said, hell, and they, they try to make it into like a game room for the kid or, you know, at the time for the kids. And the kids were like, nah, screw that. <laughs> oh, wow. I throw it in the fire. Well, maybe we should move our podcast studio to that room. And we can actually have a special guest there with us. The, the ghost could be yeah. there with us. That'd be cool. And we're like, so how do you feel about rumbling through the house when it's not your house? Can you elaborate? James, stop that. We know you're hungover. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Damn it, it was me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, stuff like that that I've heard. Um, I remember she, she told us that and She's like, I refuse to sleep in that room. Wow. Yeah. Well, I have one more story. Um, I got to I got to do some background on this story to so you can understand the grasp of why I think this happened to me. Um, I was never a religious person growing up. Mm-hmm. And when I got married, I went to church, my wife, but really not really involved. And so I was wanting to get into religion, like get into yeah. Like, because my wife always says for like, when she goes to heaven, if I don't do whatever, then I won't be with her or something. 
and which realistically you don't really know each other in heaven or something like that that mm -hmm. i learned uh so i wanted to make the leap to believe right all right so i had a friend of mine it was the best friend of mine and she was helping me going through like to answer questions for she me was guiding you. yeah and and yeah she was guiding me she was training um and educating me on the Bible verses and all this stuff. And, and I was asking some tough questions, you know, like all the questions I always had and she helped me out. I didn't go to my wife too much because she was still learning at the time. Not, she's not my wife where she's at now was night and day, but at the time it really wasn't like at the right time. Cause I actually wanted to surprise her and say, you know what? I converted, you know, I repented and so forth. Mm -hmm. So anyways, so going through all that, so I finally, you know, um, converted, I repented, I did all this stuff right to, and, and to this day, I do believe, you know, I honestly believe there's a God and all that. So during that time, I told my wife and she was happy and so forth that where I was at spiritually, you know, I would say prayers during dinner and during some new years, I would give repent speeches and all that. So then one night. I was in bed, me and my wife were asleep, sound asleep there. Then I felt something on me, like a lot of pressure, like holding me down from my head to my toes. And, and it was real hard where I couldn't move and I couldn't speak. And I was just like, you know, when you're asleep and you're trying to wake up and you can't, you know, and I was at my eyes were open. I was awake. Um, and then I felt this evilness on me. And I look up and there's this dark spirit on top of me. And I could make out the shape. And it's telling me, it's telling me to get this specific knife. Now, the knife we're talking about is a knife that my daughter gave me for a, a christmas present because me and her we like knives we're not collectors we actually use the knives and we talk to each other about knives so she got me this it was engraved it was a real nice knife and i had it in my drawer well this i want to say spirit this evilness uh was telling me to get the knife and to kill my wife that's what the spirit was telling me to do so I'm fighting it. I'm I'm fighting the spirit, and I'm I'm moving around. I started moving around a little bit, and I'm mumbling, and I'm able finally get, was able to start talking. So I'm telling my wife to wake up. She wakes up, scaring, and I said, "I need you to get the knife." She goes, "What are you talking about? Get the knife? Why am I gonna get? It? Just get the knife." And I go, "I need you to uh, put it outside. Put it outside." She said, why? I go, just do it. Just do it. So she grabs a knife and she runs outside and she puts it there. I go, don't tell me where it's at. You're like, I don't want to know. She goes, like, what, what, what is going on? I go, let's say that there's this spirit, not spirit again, this evilness is, is holding me and wants me to stab you with it. It wants me to kill you with this. So my wife's freaking out and... And I'm kind of like paralyzed still. And I see this thing on top of me still. And so I'm again, I'm fighting. Then she gets the Bible out and she starts reading these passages. 
And I always have a cross next to me on the right side. Um, and she grabs those and puts them on me, but they fall to the side. You know, like they just moving around. And these uh, crosses, they just fall to the side. So, and because she's trying to put them on me. So like to help me with this evilness spirit. So she's reading these passages and it's working. It's working and she's telling this spirit to out loud to leave. And then finally I said it too. this evil evilness. Just get out of the house. We don't want you here and go and get. Um, so everything's done and it's all over with. It's it's done. So um, the next day, you know, we finally fall asleep. The next day we start talking about like what the hell just happened here. And I explained to my wife what I felt, kind of what I just explained. And I said, I had no control over myself. Like it, it, it was holding me down. So then I think two days later, well, that, that day, that morning, she calls a priest and priest said, I can't get there till whatever day, which was two days from there. I see it was kind of like the next day, really. Um, so the priest comes, he talks to me a little bit. He asked me about where I'm at in religion. And he's talking to me about it. I tell him how I would just recently, whatever, which has probably been like at least six months. And he says, well, usually what happens is when evilness has a grip on you all your life and you converting to religion and to God, it gets upset and it tries to pull you back to that evilness where they had you before. It wants you in there. So it's upset. So it was putting a hold on you to stay in that realm, that realm, whatever. Not that I was an evil person before, not that I was, you know, kill people or yeah. whatever. Uh, but it just wanted me back in the evil. Because that's what the priest was telling me. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I was just recently, you know, six months ago, repented. And and I believe. And, and then he asked me to describe the entity, what I saw. And I... I described it to him. I go, it's a typical picture of the devil. It's the black shaped form. I explained to him how it's the shape, the, the, the horns of the tail and so forth out. I go, I pictured that. I go, that's what I pictured. And he goes, can you make out the face? I go, everything was a black shadow, like a black thing. I saw it true to my eyes. It was there. And he told me that that's the same description of people that when they see something evilness it's the same picture they're telling him the same outline that i gave out to him and he goes a lot of times it is when people are going to the you know god side and the devil wants you back and so that was my my uh, true whatever experience with the evilness and ghost and so forth that affected me and that I had to get the knife out of the house. I found that knife, I think, four years later because it, my daughter gave me this knife. And yeah, something happened to it, but it was still a something I treasured because my, my daughter gave this to me. I do have that knife. It is locked up in my gun case, though. <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> it was just some experience that I kind of remind myself once in a while to see, like, when I question God. And I go, if I question God, then that means I believe in the devil. And therefore, I don't. So I don't want to 
think about it in a bad way. It was just more of an experience for me to know that there is a God and that he was protecting me that day. But that's my story. Man, your story could be made into a movie. And I haven't, I only told maybe two people this story outside my wife. Wow. And I haven't really told anybody this story at all. Yeah. And, and priest came in and did his, his thing to everywhere. I mean, there's all holy water went through every room. I'm not sure if this is cliche, but he said he did feel whatever in the air that, but he said after this, it should be gone. And, uh, and I really haven't had anything since then, you know, do we still still see saddles in the house? Yeah. Do we still see like uh, a picture of a little girl? No, no, it's pretty much is gone. But just like anywhere you go, you, you see a shadow, you, somebody's right there, but it's not there, you know, but, but nothing as big as we used to see. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I know that there's people, you know, go through that, and because sometimes when when they recreate it in, in a, you know, TV show or whatever, you're like, man, that that could never happen. But since you explained it, yeah, it's you know, it's it's crazy, you know. And I mean, I'm I'm glad that nothing happened and it's gone. Yeah, me too. This actually reminds me of that movie that was in the late '90s called um, the Blair Witch Project, where it was some campers. They were camping out and some evil stuff was happening. And then the movie came out. They actually thought it was a real documentary, like a real documentary, what it was. And that that the actual footage was taken from the video cassette player or whatever video video camcorder. player camcorder. Thank you. And all that footage was the real footage from the campsite. And people believed it. And when the Yes, the VHS came out. It's when the people realized that it wasn't. It wasn't, yeah. Now, I, I remember when it came out and it was like, oh, dude, it's real, it's real. And I was like, how are they going to capture all that? I mean, because they, they said, how long was it in the making? Or, I, I don't remember. I don't remember how many days like, it was. It's like, how did they find the camcorder? Yeah. And then, wouldn't it be damaged? Yeah, to me, it would have been that. It was on, like, you couldn't even fix anything. Because remember, back then it was tape. It wasn't electronics. Yeah. It was tape, elect- electrical, whatever. Yeah. Digital. Digital, yeah. No, I, I remember that movie came out. I was like, wow. like Because it, it, it seemed real. You know, I mean, of course, it's a movie. But it was like, wow. Okay. Um, you know, maybe they did capture this. But after a while, you're just kind of like, how did they, you know, you start thinking to yourself. Like, how, how did they recover this? You know, I was thinking, like, you know, if it was in this type, type of weather, like, wouldn't it be damaged? I don't know. True, because we don't know how much time has passed since yeah. then. I mean, like, it just happened, and then, boom, they found that footage the next day. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's that's crazy. But I, I know they made parodies, uh, parodies out of it. A scary movie. Oh, my God. They did all of the Scream movies, all the other movies. Oh, then, but those were all funny. Yeah, those were great. Those, yeah. oh my god, with the, with the Wayne brothers were yeah. behind it. Oh my god, that was pretty good. Yeah, they made some good parodies. Yeah, but I think there was like I know they they make movies like I know the Amityville Horror. They made that one and it was based on a true story. Um, what was the other one? Uh, now they also have a series called the Paranormal Activity. Remember that one? Oh yeah. But it was like the act with the footage from the. The home security, home security, or one guy was a filmmaker, or 
or something. Right. And, and he was filming every. No matter what he was happening, he had the he had the camera in his hand. Like no matter the scary or whatever, even people are like, why do you have a camera in your hand? Like, can you do something else besides hold that? Right. Yeah. Who's the other one? Uh, so the, you said the Conjuring, right? Conjuring was uh, now. Um, if you follow it, it's kind of like um, I want to say like uh, Star Wars. You know, you 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 have you you've seen the first Conjuring, but then it takes you back to where I, bl- I believe uh, Annabelle's in this. And it makes, a, it makes a, the behind, like, when Annabelle started. And then it goes to Annabelle, of course. Mm-hmm. And then is this the same one where the nun is in? This is the nun where it actually starts from the spirit-wise in there? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Unless I'm getting two movies mixed up into one. Let me get my handy-dandy notebook. Notebook. H-A-I-D. All right. We'll be doing Blue's Clues again. So we asked the salt shaker or uh, paprika. Paprika. Let's see. The Nun is... It's a spinoff prequel to 2016's The Conjuring 2. So it is part of The Conjuring. Yes. It's real good the way where The Conjuring... You said Conjuring 2 where when you start putting them in order... Well, when you... Of course, we saw them out of order. Because they were made at different times. And where the nun, that end of the footage is part of the series. And like they got the same actors or they, or maybe they filmed this way before and they edited that part out. But it's the same actors and everything. You know, it's yeah. like, and it just it just flows together easily like that. So I thought that was pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty awesome. I mean, awesome the way they did it. Yeah. And I think. Didn't they come out? There was, I think, there's another spinoff to the Conjuring too, right? Within, within that. Well, then, uh, is that the Annabelle? Then, I think it's yeah, Annabelle. it is Annabelle. Annabelle is part of it. Yeah, so they they had made another Conjuring. There's actually three Conjurings. The third one was called uh, the Conjuring. The the Devil Made Me Do It, which was the latest one. Yeah, it came out June fourth. Yeah, I I saw that one. Yeah, and then I didn't even know that Annabelle had two. Uh, no, three within that series. It was Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, and then Annabelle Comes Home. I did not even know that. Really? Yeah. Have you seen them? Like, oh, I've seen them all. I, honestly, I've, them. I've only seen The Conjuring and Annabelle. The other, like, the other ones, I stopped. Mm. I know, just never grabbed my attention. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, but I, I mean, I've from what I've heard, it's it's... From people that I talked to that are into those type of movies, they said the the way that they call it the universe. Mm. Yes. Um, it just blends well with each other. It did. It really yeah. did do that. Yeah. That's what I heard. I mean, I know we're talking about movies and stuff, but I mean, Urban Legends and San Antonio, there's a lot. And I feel like we cover them all. I think we would be like, what, maybe three, four hour podcast. <laughs> but, well, uh, we just touched on a little bit that, that we... Uh... That we talked about. Yeah. And it's funny because uh, I know when I was saying that, I was talking about the story about the Fang Baby. It reminded me of the, <clears throat> I don't know if you ever saw that picture that came out on the newspaper. It was uh, it was a boy. They would call it the bad boy. So Is that the one with uh, P. Diddy's production? Uh, no. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that's all I got for this podcast. Yeah, today. me too. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of urban legends out there for San Antonio, but. Figured we just cover some of the main like 
famous ones that you know we were told when we were little growing up well thank you for wasting time with jv